0: I'm Lights, Camera, Jackson. Welcome to a new episode of the LCJ QA and a podcast. About a month ago, I watched the new My Little Pony movie, My Little Pony, A New Generation, and it is great, and it is on Netflix this Friday, September the 24th. Joining me now, co-director Mark Fadabene and production designer Pablo Meyer. Welcome, guys, to the LCJ Q&A podcast.
1: Thanks. Thanks for having us. Thank
0: it is so great to meet both of you. Uh, Mark, let me start with you. My Little Pony is so beloved and has been for such a long time. And what you do with this movie is you take on a lot of themes and messages and characters and story development that I'm really impressed with. What were your overall goals going into this new film?
1: It's always to reference the past, but also make it current. Mm-hmm. Make sure that uh, the story resonates with you know, the, the current day. Um, And I think that was probably probably our biggest challenge was just to kind of push things as far as we could make sure it was relatable, but still fun and didn't lose any of the essence of My Little Pony.
0: It is fun and it's going to be relatable for parents and kids, I can feel that especially in the early sections. And as we get a little later into some of the action and everything, uh, I, I think everybody of all ages is really going to like this. Pablo, there's so much to get into with the design of the movie. But first of all, you were also the production designer on Littlest Pet Shop and Transformer series, also in the Hasbro family. So how did it feel for you to wanna to take on the My Little Pony characters and now with this being a feature film? It
2: was was wonderful, it was wonderful. Yeah. It- What's really interesting working with Hasbro is that you can jump from one project to another, and it, they're very different from each other. Mm. Uh, it keeps keeps things interesting all the time. Yeah, and my first feature film as well, so that that was 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 really cool.
0: Yeah, were you nervous about this being your first feature film, or more excited than anything else?
2: Uh, <laughs> nervous and excited <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and it know? was the first fi- feature film in the studio as well, which was was. Uh, a double challenge because we had to kind of put together the whole pipeline uh, of the studio.
1: Yeah, you you know, you asked, like, how you felt. Like, a movie is like a life. So you feel different things at different times. Like, at the beginning, you feel excited. You might feel scared. But you're, you know, and then (laughs) in the middle, you feel something else. And then at the end, you feel, at some point, you feel like we're never going to get done. And then at some (laughs) point, you're done. And you think, like, oh, like, that's over you know, and, and still you feel great because you're like, okay, now I can share it with the world. So I don't know, when you asked Pablo that question, I just thought like, I don't know how I would
2: answer that question. (laughs) That's perfect.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: I'm sure so many emotions going through everybody uh, as you're making this and now it will be out to the world in a really cool way with it being on Netflix. And Mark, you posted something on your LinkedIn the other day, a clip from the movie that's very funny where Sunny asks Izzy a bunch of questions about uh, things to ask a unicorn and things to wonder about a unicorn. and What would you want to ask? And so I wonder for you, what did you want to know about unicorns and ponies and all these different characters that you sort of asked yourself or asked the crew and you sort of got those answers as you were making the movie?
1: I wanted to know everything. I still want to know everything. Um, I wasn't a, well, obviously I knew about My Little Pony. I was a big fan. I love that whole, you know, the friendship is magic series. I Mm -hmm. just love that message because I think it's true. Um, When you make a really good friend, that is a bit of magic. Pablo and I had a little bit of magic on the show, which was really great. If I met a unicorn, I would probably want to know. I like the details. I like to know what's your life. I think Sonny kind of went a little there with, you know, do you, do you like pizza? What do you like on your pizza? Right. And you know, she goes from big to small. I'm kind of like that. I like to know how people spend their day. Do they drink coffee? They better. Do they like cats or dogs? What time do you get up? What time do you go to bed? What do you have for dinner? Like I'm, I'm that kind of guy. You want to get to know somebody. In this I'll case, some pony. You want to get to, yeah, yeah. I want to know if we can have a meal. Yeah. That's right.
0: That's right. Pablo, let's get into the design of Maritime Bay. Wow. It is gorgeous. I mean, it just from the, from the first scenes of the film, I just thought this is gorgeous with the lighthouses and the town itself. What were the biggest challenges for you in crafting Maritime Bay?
2: We had the three environments at the beginning and we really want to make them quite different from each other. And, and Maritime was always like, a relatable town for us, uh, but almost like almost an idealistic town as well, like small town with a lot of detail in the buildings. And we looked a lot, and, and, and Michael said more. About it. We looked a lot of hipster kind of shops as well, and and like what kind of elements could we bring to, to the town that could be nice? And every town in the, in the movie has a, a, a relatable town in the in the previous series as well, so. A lot of the details of the building maritime comes from buildings in, in, in Ponyville in the, in, the, in the series. So yeah, it's fine that Balazs and we, we really want to make it very colorful too, yeah. uh, which was a challenge against the colorful characters. So yeah, we, we always thought that the characters kind of, they made the city overly, they tried to make it overly beautiful so to hide their own insecurities in, in mm-hmm. a sense. And I think Marco, can say more about that too in terms of this story.
1: Yeah, you know, you just asked me like what I want to know about a unicorn. It's a lot of that comes through in the design of each of the, you know, each of our big locations. We kind of want to tell people how the ponies live there. How do they open doors? How do they do they keep it up? Like, you know, you'll know if you really look at Maritime Bay, and I don't know if it's only us and every and the crew who worked on it, but you can see like if a wall is painted and then it started to like fade or crack, they painted over it. The paint might not match completely, but it's just to show that they really take pride. And as Pablo said, each of our pony communities is dealing with their own sort of fear and prejudice. And it's sort of the way they, you know, the way they live is sort of a way to mask that or the way to keep themselves calm, whether it's, you know, the, the nice pastel-y, uh, calm seaside town of Maritime Bay, which has a bit of an arms factory, um, or it's, like, the celebrity-obsessed culture of Zephyr Heights. Yeah. You know, or or they, you know, I don't want to give it away, but, you know, or maybe they don't do that, and we get to Broadwood. Right, you know, and they right. just yeah. sort of, they live in it. They live in that space, yeah.
0: Yeah, Zephyr Heights is so detailed, too, with what you do with uh, Z-Mobile and lots of the lots of the little things. And, Mark, <laughs> as well, in, in Maritai Bay with the theater, you have so much fun with all the movie puns. Was that a real necessity for you to incorporate what's in there, like, philly elliott and judgment yes. Day and harry trotter
1: yes yes it's super fun to have fun like yeah. these movies should always be fun you know there should always be as many jokes as you can stuff in that don't detract from the story and the characters are just great to have in there because fingers crossed people will watch the movie it's on netflix so they'll watch it over and over and over again right. and every time they watch it there'll be one poster they hadn't seen before There'll be one little joke they didn't quite catch. Like, right. that's, that, that's that's a great, that's
2: definitely a goal. Good, yeah. There are loads of Easter eggs as well in the movie, yeah, hidden in the background.
0: Good, good, for all the My Little Pony fans to uh, to find all those different Easter eggs. One of my favorite scenes in the movie is the Just Prance sequence.
2: Uh, <laughs>
0: I think it's it's so fun. It's very entertaining and very well done how you use the mechanism itself for that and the overall environment. Pablo, can you talk a little bit about putting the Just Prance scene together without giving away the the story detail spoilers of it?
2: Yeah, yeah, it was like when, when, when the directors came with the, the idea of having a, a dance machine was like, the first thing that we thought was like how 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 can how do we do that because we, we didn't we were not using a lot of we we're not using electricity by by doing as well so we had to come up with a whole system of how to make that work and to use also the, also the, the critters, uh as a as a as a power too as well <laughs> and yeah yeah and, and as Mark said like we always think of how they make things and that also helps so much on the when you're designing things. We always think about how, how they actually build that machine and how that integrates it to the environment. Uh, and what that what we did. Yeah,
0: I think that's a scene that families are going to watch over and over again and, and really get into. <laughs> Mark Fatabede and Pablo Meyer are my guests right now on the LCJ Q&A podcast for My Little Pony, a new generation, new CG animated film coming to Netflix this Friday, September 24. Mark, one of my other favorite moments in the movie is where Zip, who's a, a, a pegasus, Flies with this wind machine and showing Sonny and Izzy, and there's music behind it. And it's just this brief moment, but it really made me think back to Mary Poppins, which is one of my all time favorite films, her flying down or flying back up at the end, and just kind of the power of flying. What do you think there is about the power of flying and how you're able to execute that in animation?
1: Well, I think there's a freedom. There's always freedom to flight. You know, you're not, we live our lives grounded. So if you can take off, then you're, it's just, it's, it's freedom, I think. And for her specifically, it was like a great way to show her inner, you know, she's tough. Mm. She's tough, she doesn't offer a lot of information all the time about herself. But that, in that moment, she's like, you see her. Mm. I think, you know, like Sunny and Izzy really see her and get that, oh, she's, she is uh, kind of a shared soul. You know, they, they all want for something greater. They want for freedom. They want to kind of break off the shackles of prejudice and, and the pressure of being a certain way in society. So, mm. yeah. So I think flight is always a great, if you can get somebody to take to the sky, then, uh, then it kind of also lets the audience, like it's a really, it's a big signal to, to the audience to like, okay, we're not grounded in this world. We can go, we can go bigger. We can go um, broader. We can, uh, you know, we can go anywhere.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. a special moment, and I think uh, there are a lot of special flying moments in the movie. So I, I really, I really enjoyed that. And now I mentioned this is a mostly CG, but it's it's not an entirely CG by Little Pony movie. And <laughs> and in a sense, there's there are there are little moments, a couple especially early. Pablo, can you talk a little bit about incorporating the My Little Pony figurines, which come up a couple of times in in the movie?
2: Yeah. Um... You you mean the the, the 2D, 2D? I concept? do, yes.
0: There, there's some 2D and then the the, the figurines of, of those characters that are involved a little bit, yeah.
2: Yeah, we, we pretty much the, the, the thought process was like we really want to do what what if we're gonna do a two D version of the of our movie with the previous uh, ponies. Like how how would you do it? And then we just went to town to it. To be honest, we uh, re- really try to push the to the animation on that and 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 the feel of like that 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 sequence is pretty much what Sunny imagines as the as the ideal rules. So we really push the colors and shapes and and the, and the and, the, and, the, and the intensity of it. And and there's a twist at the end, but we won't get to that. Right. Uh, and 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 then when we got to the to the to the figure. The the figures we we, it, we we thought that our guy has made that for her so we we work with a kind of uh, look at the like a wood uh, cut kind of kind of kind of design for them. Uh, it was really really fun really fun to do it, uh, and the modeling team had had a blast to model those sculptures.
1: We're we're still waiting for Hasbro to release them. <laughs> we all <laughs> we all want our own versions, of, you know, our own uh, our own toys.
0: Yeah. Yeah, They would be cool. Definitely. Definitely. I have one final question for each of you. Pablo, let me start with you. We were talking a little bit about magic earlier and, and the magical power of making this movie. What would you say for you if you had to pinpoint one moment that was the most magical out of this entire experience, what would it be?
2: I think it would be, you can say meeting me. (laughs) (laughs) Meeting Mark for sure.
1: Okay. And, (laughs) and,
2: and, and, And also like, seeing the growth of, of the whole the whole crew. Uh, a lot of a lot of, this movie was made by a lot of firsts. Uh, a lot of the art team was uh, the first, the first working in the feature as well. And, and seeing how they how they grow through their production, that was great. And, and see how much, yeah, the whole the whole the whole studio has, like how we end up making it like a really good movie yeah. uh, together. You know, and people from all over the world as well. And during the pandemic, most of the production, which is double, double difficult.
0: Wow. So yeah,
2: yeah, making the movie was the magical thing. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was the magical thing. Hey, that makes sense. Yeah, and, and absolutely during doing it during the pandemic and pulling it off, you did it so well. And Mark, my last question for you is this: I'll be very honest with you. I've seen about three, four hundred movies at home instead of in the theater over the last year and a half. I would put this movie in the top 10 in terms of feeling a cinematic experience at home. The way you made this movie, the way it looks, the way it feels, it's, you're getting cinematic quality at home. How does that make you feel to know that what you've created, yes, it could have been in the theaters, but you know what? You're getting that experience really well at home.
1: I mean, that's great to hear. <laughs> you, always, you always set off to, to, to get that. To make that. It's hard sometimes to know, you know, you get very close to things as you make them and then you start to really care about them. It's nice when somebody just watches it. And, uh, you know, and and has that experience. I think we've all gotten a little bit better too, because we've all watched a lot at home. We've all gotten a little bit um, better at like how to watch them, how to look at things, where where we're watching them. Are we far enough away? Are we holding like a tablet up to our face like this or a phone? You know, I mean that's that's kind of nice um, for people to know too to like watch it on a big screen, the biggest screen you got, and back up because we did. We definitely paid attention to camera work. We definitely paid attention to composition. We definitely paid attention to texture to detail. The goal is to be immersed in a world and that's what we we wanted. So it's great to hear that you feel like we did that. That's amazing.
0: Good. I'm glad. Yeah, you absolutely do that. And families are really going to love experiencing this. My Little Pony, A New Generation. It's on Netflix this Friday, September the 24th. Mark Fatabene, the co-director, Pablo Meyer, the production designer. Thank you so much for being here on the LCJ Q&A today.
1: Uh, thanks so much. It was great talking to you. Thank you. Thank you both. Bye. very Enjoy my look. little pony.
0: Yes. Please enjoy it. I'm Lake Scarborough Jackson. Thanks for listening to this episode of the LCJ Q&A Podcast.